What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Breakdown Breakdown. I'm here with my co-host, Hunter. Um, Hunter, how are you doing? Oh, doing fine. The schedule's out. Finally something to talk about thunder-wise. It's the the drought year for NBA talk, so finally something to revitalize the conversation a bit. Yeah, and we're going to be doing, you know, most of the spots is going to be scheduled, reacting to the schedule. Um, so, you know, let's get right to it, Hunter. What are just, you know, some of the bigger games, I guess, you have several on the calendar to watch. Oh, man. I, I mean, number one, all of us can agree probably, is the TNT game. The very first national televised game out of TNT and ESPN for Oklahoma City and like since their playoff run in 2020. So big stuff there. Get to see uh, Chet versus Paulo. Uh, just big stuff for two teams that are rebuilding and have two rookies that are being watched very closely by a lot of people in the NBA. So it's going to be very interesting to see Chet go up against Paolo. Uh, another big game to look out for are the start of the season. This schedule is very hard for Oklahoma City. In the start of the schedule, Chet's returning to his home state of Minnesota. Get to see him basically being baptized by fire, having to take on Cat and Rudy Gobert in the target center. So it's going to be very interesting to see that one as well. Uh, I'm also interested to see the Houston one, obviously because, you know, Oklahoma City and Houston, I mean, basically a rivalry made between two fan bases. So get to see Chet versus Jabari out on the, uh, on the, on the full court there in the, uh, the regular season. So that'll be interesting to see. And obviously I'm going to say the Philadelphia games, Clemente, because everybody tells me what's Chet going to do against Joel Embiid. So I guess we'll finally find out. Yeah. The Minnesota game is, is actually going to be like five miles, five miles, away from from him his high school so oh, that's gonna oh be yeah cool that'll be very interesting to see i want to see how many uh chet supporters are in the crowd even though the minnesota Timberwolves are poised to be probably in the, like that what five or six spot in the western conference this year yeah for sure um for the tnt game man we better get uh kevin harlan man <laughs> oh my god please i mean I haven't heard a Kevin Harlan game from Oklahoma City in forever, so we need that. I mean, last time we had a TNT game with Oklahoma City, we had Marv Albert, so give us something to actually look forward to. Yeah, I need to hear Kevin utter Shay's name, Josh's name, Chet's name. I want to hear him try to pronounce Dagnon's name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, perfect time. We're finally back in prime action, everybody. Oklahoma City's back. Yep. Um, so we got that going forward. Um but, yeah, you know, 82-game schedule, nothing, you know, this is just a typical NBA schedule. The Thunder play their divisional opponents four times per usual. Uh, the Jazz, Wolves, Nuggets, and Blazers. Outside of that, they also play um, six other teams all in the West four times as well. And the uh, Warriors, Rockets, Clippers, Grizzlies, Pelicans, and Suns. Um, so, any thoughts on that, Hunter? Uh, yeah, just, you know, it looks like a lot of these games, like you said, I mean, they're mostly condensed to like certain areas. So a lot less travel looks like for Oklahoma City on some occasions. I mean, this first month, like we're talking about Minnesota, uh, they're playing Minnesota as a season opener and as a home opener as well. They're staying within the divisional area and with Denver being in the middle of that. And after that, make a trip over to L.A. and that's who they're playing uh, home. I'm mean, not a trip over to staying in Oklahoma City, actually. Sorry. I'm trying to read this calendar and I read it wrong. I'm getting the, like, the whole direction. <laughs> completely wrong but they're staying at home playing uh, the Clippers twice so LA is going to stay in Oklahoma City for a while so seems like they're staying within lanes kind of like what they did they've been doing since the team's been back on the road trying to limit like you know COVID travel and all that so it's just you know we'll be seeing a lot of these baseball type series with Oklahoma City it looks like again yeah I mean that's what Joe Masato of Oklahoma pointed out in his article um they kind of have like um five instances where they play 
the the same team back to back at the same arena. Um, that, that's probably cutting down like on ton of like travel miles. And and you know, I bet you you know the players and teams you know probably prefer this if I had to guess, or the majority oh. of these prefer this because you know they get that extra day off and not having to travel. Um, oh yeah, it's a big thing for the rookies too. They're just trying to get acclimated to the whole NBA regular schedule and all that. Just it, it definitely helps them out. Uh, it's trying to get adapt to the NBA. Yeah, for sure. And then there's this one stretch late in March um, where the Thunder play um, at Crypto.com Arena for three straight games, which is pretty wild. Um, <laughs> the first two are, are against the Clippers on March 21st and 23rd, and then they play the Lakers um, on March 24th. So they play at um, Crypto.com three out of four nights uh, in late March, which is which is pretty wild. I don't think I've ever seen that type of stretch before. Um yeah. On a schedule, man. Not only that, not only is it going to be uh, tough for them out there, but it's going to be tough for all of us fans over in Oklahoma City. I mean, nine thirty straight, three straight nine thirty p.m. games. I mean, geez, we'll be up a little while watching these. Oh man, especially if you're at school or you got work in the next morning. <laughs> that sucks. Can't um, relate though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Clinton, we get it. <laughs> you know, hopefully, you know that's that's your spring break. Oh, well, yeah, I guess, is it? I'm not even t- entirely sure anyway, but if it is, then I guess that's what I'll be doing that entire week. I'll be a, yeah. a night owl the entire week. Yeah, spring break still in March, right? I haven't been in school in so long. Maybe oh, changed yeah. Since the last time I was there. Old man, you don't know what has changed. The times have changed. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, they got that going on. The Thunder also have 13 back-to-backs, which is, you know, sounds about right. I mean, I feel like that's been like around a number of defenders been playing at these uh, last season and like these last couple of like non-COVID seasons. Um, but yeah, 13 back-to-backs. Um, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, no sleep is <laughs> what it feels like. I mean, especially in March. There's, I mean, it feels like there's no sleep in March regardless. It, it's, you know, we're, we're getting to that time, like I said, like ever since like the whole, uh, you know, COVID's been in impacting a lot of the NBA travel and they're trying to condense it to like certain areas where they can stay without all the rigorous travel to, you know, traveling from the West coast all the way to the East coast and all that. So just containing them in one area, he'll be seeing a lot of these back-to-backs. I mean, well, how many back-to-backs were there again? I can't remember how many you said it was like 14 or something like that. 13. 13. Okay. So yeah, just, we'll be seeing a lot of those uh, probably in further years too, as long as this pandemic's rolling on anyway. So it's just going to be, We'll be definitely seeing a lot of the same faces. Reminds me of like whenever uh, uh, we were just getting back into going to different arenas and the Thunder played the Bulls for like, felt like weeks. And I kept seeing Billy Donovan's face. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a, a prolonged goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Overstate is welcome, man. Exactly. Billy didn't want to leave. He loved this place. I mean, he shared a beer with Sam Presti. He wanted to share a beer with the rest of us, I guess. So, I mean, the we'll be getting more of that, it looks like, especially in L.A. Oh, man. But, like, yeah, in terms of, like, you know, breaking down the schedule by month, they have six games in October, 16 in November, 14 in December, 14 in January, 11 in February, 17 in March, and four in April. Man, 17 games in a, what, 30-day span or 31-day span? Sure, that's a lot. I'm just looking at, like, the calendar for March, and there's, like, give or take, like, a, a handful of those open slots. Like, there's basically no rest at all in the, in the month of March. Like, every other day, there's at least a game. That third week of March is, like, basically filled to the brim. 
Yeah, the funny thing is they they don't play a single Monday game in March. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like the consistency. We can watch yeah. Raw and Peace Hunter. Oh, thank God. Especially since trips took over. So thank you for putting that in consideration, Sam. He knew. Yeah. He knew that was happening. WrestleMania season two. Oh, yeah, perfect. You know, oh, yeah, April time. You know, so it's perfect. You know, the NBA schedule makers were, were uh, know that, you know, the Venn diagram between NBA and WWE fans is pretty large. <laughs> they know the demographic, just like the fans do, Puente. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's March is going to be crazy. <laughs> oh, big time. And then uh, what? The second most played uh, games of this uh, regular se- regular season for Thunder is like November. Isn't that we said like 16 yeah. games in November? Yeah, 16 games in what, 30 days? That's going to be pretty wild as well. Exactly. Like the closest thing to having that Monday stretch for uh, November is the Tuesday. Only got one Tuesday game in Orlando. And after that, just free Tuesdays. Oh, man. But yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, anything else you want to say about the schedule? I think we've talked about this at length. Nothing, nothing else much. In our reality, we'll probably, we'll probably forget most of this. <laughs> at least for me, at least, because I'm one of those people who are like, all right, who did the Thunder play next? And like, that's really it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to download that calendar because that's all. I, I can't memorize any of that. So I just have to let my phone remind me every time the next game's coming up. So like you said, this is probably going to be forgotten in a while, but. Hey, it's always nice to see. I, I think we'll all remember when that uh first uh, national television game is going to be. So very excited for that at the least. Yeah, for sure. And um, in terms of like other topics to talk about, we got the NBA news recently about how they plan on retiring the number six league wide to honor Bill Russell, who recently passed away. Um, but they're gonna you know allow players who already have number six to give them the option to stick with that number they want to. Um, and you know, Jalen Williams, um, the second round pick, Jaywell, um, he decided to wear number six, um, after he was drafted. Uh, and it sounds like, well, I mean, it, it sounds like he's probably gonna stick with that number because I feel like if he was gonna change it, he would have, it would have probably happened by now. But yeah, I mean, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, first off, rest in peace, Bill Russell. We didn't say that last time because uh, that was before the news came out in our last pod episode. So rest in peace, Bill Russell, one of the greatest legends to ever grace the NBA court and pioneer for the sport. Uh, and it's awesome to see this honor. I mean, no one else in the league, I think, deserves it more than he does. A pioneer for the sport, pioneer for everyone. I mean, anyone in the NBA, especially uh, African-Americans. I mean, first uh, African-American coach as well. So just no one deserves the honor more than Bill Russell. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be wild to see that Jalen Williams is the last ever number six for the Thunder. I mean, like you said, their grandfather clausing it. It's what they did in the MLB, too, when they retired Jackie Robinson's number in 97. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be wild to see Bill Russell and Jalen Williams have the numbers together in the rafters one day. It's just going to be <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, uh, no one deserves honor more. And, uh like I said, wild to see. I mean, the first time ever this has happened in the NBA. Uh, only other organization I can think of that's done this so far is uh, uh, MLB with Jackie Robinson. So wild to see that. It's awesome to see that too. I mean, I wish they would have done it while he was alive. That was that definitely would have been more. Des- uh, that would definitely would have been better. But you know, uh, at least it's being done. So, but in a, any anyway, I mean, it was wild to see Jalen Williams uh, be the last number six. But good to see him still wearing that. You know. I mean, I guess everyone else who's wearing number six this year would probably want to get in their last shot before it's officially retired league-wide. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, in terms of, like, other players who wore it in Thunder history, at least since they, you know, 
moved to Oklahoma City. Um, Gabriel Deck is another guy. Melvin Frazier Jr. Ward this season. Hamadou Diallo. Samaj Krishnan. Uh, Randy Foy. Steve Novak. Eric Maynard. Uh, I think that's, that, 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 that's about it. So, like, nobody really notable has board the number. <laughs> Disrespect to Gabriel Deck? Or did you already say him? I just blocked it out. Yeah. Gabriel um, Deck. <laughs> that's on me then. Oh, my God. But hey, Samaj Kristen, easily the, the best number six Thunder history. I mean, how else will we have gotten the Russell Westbrook triple double average? <laughs> what about uh, Steve Novak, man? Oh, my God. Well, you know what? Just to throw in Clemente. We got Enos Cantor. Yeah. Or Enos <laughs> Friedman. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot Steve Novak existed when I was doing research <laughs> on this. Like, oh yeah, he was he was in the NBA for a bit. He was pretty good with the Knicks that one year. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, he could shoot. I forgot. Oh man, he could have been a Knicks Nicholson. Let him go. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, at some point, everybody was the next Nicholson Clemente. We, we <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I mean, I think I think the rush of the pod is a pretty short one, but like you know, it's August, so yeah, not, not a big drought league wide new league news wise. So you know, we'll probably be asking questions for the next pod anyway. So just wrap up as many questions as you got. We'll answer them. That'll keep us going for a while until you know we get into the nitty gritty of it all, especially towards getting towards October. So just send in questions. Yep, I'm 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 expecting media day to be like uh in like in the twenties of September. So we got like a little over five weeks in terms of, you know, actual content to come out. So yeah. for ne- for the next four or five ish weeks we're gonna, you know, try to be creative in terms of like, you know, trying to come up with podcast topics. But yeah, yeah questions, questions definitely help out a lot. Yeah, we got we gotta get our uh, Vincent and Peter gold uh Creative minds out, Clemente. Right. They're called Clemente. Look our way, look our <laughs> way into uh, the greatest thunder pot ever. <laughs> Maybe we'll get Bob Odenkirk on. That's the that's one of the big things. I totally oh, forgot when I was mentioning earlier league wide numbers retired. I totally forgot Wayne Gretzky's numbers retired league wide in the NHL. Slip my I slipped my mind for the minute. I don't believe you, honey. I mean, we live in Oklahoma. <laughs> the NHL is like the last thing on our minds. I've never seen, I've never seen an ice hockey rink outside of um, the one at the BOK Center. <laughs> oh, we're all we're supposed to be hardcore Oilers fans, Clemente. Oh, you're right. My bad. <laughs> exactly. I mean, who else? Who else's tickets will be freely on top of a quick trip desk or countertop? I mean, that's a staple. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, we're not here to trash at Oilers Center. Come on, man. Don't be a hater. <laughs> uh, I'm here but, to hate, especially on the new arena football team that's coming here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, um, thanks again for listening, guys. Um, please like, share, subscribe to the pod, and we'll talk again soon.